So these verses, all attributed to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, compiled by Kaviraj Goswami at the end of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, begin with the description of the power of chanting the holy name of the Lord and how the Lord has unlimited names that one can chant. And then he laments that although these are all available, I have no attraction. And he then recommends putting oneself in the last place, be humble and be ready to respect everyone and ready to not receive respect in return. And then he expresses the mood of continuing the process of devotional service in humility, which is to not hanker after the things of this world, but rather, as Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, in the verse that begins, that you're entangled in this world. He says, that's cut down this strongly rooted tree with the weapon of detachment, which is which precipitates us then making a journey to meet Krishna in the spiritual world. So he's leaving behind all the things that are categorically unimportant. Wealth, our idea of mundane love, followers, and so forth. And then at number five becomes even more pointed. Earlier, he's talking to Jagadishvar, the Lord of the universe. But here in verse number five, he refers to Krishna as the son of Nanda Maharaj. And such a heartfelt prayer that please place me as a particle of dust at your lotus feet. Then as we were speaking last night about the ways in which there are, we all have spiritual emotions that are yet to emerge, or they may emerge from time to time, but this is the mainstay of the living entity, actually, the flow of love, which is symptomized by various kinds of spiritual emotions, mentioned in number six when he says, my eyes will be decorated with tears of love flowing constantly when I chant your holy name. He's asking, when will that happen? And when will my voice choke up? This is one of the symptoms mentioned by various devotees and mentioned about them. That's gadgara So gadgara. Everyone say gadgara. Gadgara indicates in Sanskrit that you can't say the word right. You're, you're trying to pronounce it, but it only comes out as gadgara. As Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he was in ecstasy at the Rathiyatra, there was a phrase in Bengali, he was trying to sing the translation of, which is, let my head fall down in the Kirtan Hall known as Jagamohan, a very beautiful Kirtan Hall in which the devotees would chant in ecstasy, Jagamohan, a good name to remember. And then the Bengali, I haven't memorized, but I did memorize what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, how he mispronounced it in ecstasy. Jajagagapari Mumu is all that would come out because his, he was stammering, his voice was impeded. 
his pronunciation was impeded. He couldn't say it out of ecstasy. So you can see that the Shikshashtakam then is moving into this number seven, feeling separation. And as we've discussed already, this Dham is the place where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to fulfill his three innermost desires, his internal purpose for coming to the to this world, as mentioned, Shri Radhaya Pranaya Mahima Kidrisho Vaniyaiva Swadyo Yena Bhutam Madrima Kidrisho Vamariya Saukyam Chasya Mad Anubhavata Kidrisham Beti Lobat Tadbhavada Samajani Sachi Garba Sindhu Harindu that he wanted to experience the amazing quality of Radharani's love for him, which he couldn't ex experience as Krishna and the object being the object of her love, the sweetness of her love, the emotion she felt when she saw him. And here he tasted that in the Gambira by entering deeply within the mood of Srimati Radharani as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Krishna and Radharani combined. So this is the feeling of separation. He says, oh, Govinda, feeling your separation, I'm considering a moment to be like 12 years or more. Practically for us, as Shivaram Maharaj once said, if you're chanting your 16 rounds, and when you get to 16, you feel, let me not stop. I don't want to stop. That's a good sign. That's a very practical, on-the-ground translation of this feeling of separation from Krishna. On the other hand, if I keep looking and saying, when's it going to be over? And as soon as I hit 16, the bag gets wrapped up in Yahoo, I'm out of here. <laughs> then we have a ways to go. But we can reach such absorption. It's not unavailable to us. It's just a matter of association and practice. And then finally he says, in the verse I ref referred to earlier about Srimadhi Radharani's sense of separation from Krishna and how whether he appears to her or not. He's always a worshipable Lord unconditionally. Of course, we know that when Krishna left Vrindavan from the Brihat Bhagavatamrita and he was in Dwarka, his queens wondered how it was during his sleep that he was always calling out their names, the names of the gopis, especially Srimati Radharani, and they're thinking, who, who are these devotees? Of course, they all met when they came to Kurukshetra. But Krishna pined for them and they pined for him. And this is an overarching theme throughout the Srimad Bhagavatam. So this is the, the path that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu set for everyone, beginning with the most practical, which is the regulated practice of chanting the holy names, which then endows one with all good fortune and removes all obstacles all the way to the ultimate goal of life, which is Krishna Prema, which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu showed. He showed the full spectrum in his pastimes. And this is known as the culmination point for his pastimes and showing the limit of love of God that he experienced. Uh, staying here in the Gambira, sometimes not the walls could not contain him, although they were locked. He would escape and go out into the 
sometimes uh, the ocean or end up in various places in a state of ecstasy only to be found later by his devotees and brought back here. So uh, last time we successfully chanted a couple of verses here and then sang a very sweet tune which tends to inv the tune of Shiva Ranjani which is sufficiently melancholy and haunting to uh, chant in this place. So if you will produce from your bags or books these two verses that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chanted in ecstasy at the Rathiyatra, starting with Yakomara Harasa Eva Hivaras. It's not in your songbook, I don't think. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, it's in your songbook. It's at the end of the Jagannath Ashtakam. 164, we'll start with the verse 13, 121, then we'll chant Madhya 1.76, and then there's a transition into the Shiva Ranjani tune. Is everybody ready? Yakomaraharasa eva hivaras ta eva chaitra shapa konilita malati surabaya rodakaba manila so this is the verse that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chanted. It was from a secular song. But he entered into the mood of separation from Vrindavan, in the mood of Srimati Radharani, who came to Kukshetra and saw Krishna, but then pined for him in Vrindavan. Eva Chaitra Shapar Ekoni Litamalati Surabaya Rhoda Kadambanila Sai Chai Vasnita Pitatra Surata Yapara Lila Vida Revado rasi verasi tarutale chetasamukantate. As Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sang this song again and again during the Rathiatra, many people around him who knew this secular song couldn't understand why a sannyasi at this most spiritual festival would be singing such a song, something like someone coming to the temple, 
and singing a song from uh, what's her name? The famous singer now? No, she's passe. The other one, huh? Anyway, fill in the blank. And the, everybody wondering, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu usurped this song for his own purpose to invoke this mood of separation of Radharani from Krishna. That very personality who stole away my heart during my youth is now again my master. These are the same moonlit nights of the month of Chaitra. The same fragrance of malati flowers is there, and the same sweet breezes are blowing for the Kadamba forest. In our intimate relationship, I am also the same lover, yet still my mind is not happy here. I am eager to go back to that place on the bank of the Reva under the Vitasi tree. That is my desire. We'll do it one more time. Please meditate on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his purpose in singing this song. One more time. Reva Roda Siveda Sitarutale. One more time. Reva Roda Siveda Sitarutale. Shaitasamut Kantaje. Now, when Sarup Damodar heard Chaitanya Mahaprabhu singing the song at Rathyatra, he was so in tune with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that he could understand the purpose of his singing that song. So this is how we come closer to the 
mood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that he came to ta teach in the Adi Lila of the Chaitanya Charamrita. It's mentioned in chapter 4 that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's purpose in coming here was to teach this mood of devotional service that takes place in Vrindavan. And in Vrindavan, there's a spontaneous love called Ragatmika, where the devotees just love Krishna. They don't conceive of him as God. In fact, they often pray to Narayan as God to save Krishna from various dangers there in the Vraj. And their attraction from, for him is unabated. Uh, they can't... Uh, they're fully focused on him. Now we can understand from a practical way that we also, as living beings, are attracted to people, to things, and also to ourselves. Do you ever look in the mirror? Do you care how you look? Why? Because you're not your body, right? So, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Shukadeva Goswami says at the end of the 1014, that's Atmanam Akilatmanam. He, he asks us to imagine how attracted we are to our own families, to our own bodies. He said, the only reason you're attracted to your body is because you're in it. And who are we? We're the spiritual soul. We're, we're so attached. Please say yes. So then he says, now let's just move over one space. Atmanam Akilatmanam. Now imagine how attached you are to your body because you think you are your body. Atma means body, mind, and soul, but it really means the soul. But now imagine the soul of your soul. Atmanam Akilatmanam, the soul of all souls is Krishna. He is our soul, actually. We're part of him. So imagine, he says, how attracted you are to Krishna. That's the real attraction. And if one then invests one's emotion and one's attachment in Krishna, then you have a happy life, perfection, actually. And so all the processes of bhakti are meant to bring that flow of emotion into the service of Krishna and remembering Krishna. Manmana bhavamad bhakto madhyaji mam namaskaru. Krishna says very simple things. Just give my mind to you, to me. And here Chaitanya Mahaprabhu showed this is what it looks like to give one's full mind to Krishna, to be fully absorbed. And the residents of Vrindavan do the same thing. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught us what it looks like to be in Vrindavan to feel the separation of the residents of Vrindavan. So Sarupadamadar heard it, he understood it, and so did Srila Rupa Goswami, who wrote the next verse. After he heard the song that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was singing, he then rendered it into this form in which he says, My dear friend, Srimacharanarani speaking, now I have met my very old and dear friend Krishna on the field, on this field of Kurukshetra. I am the same Radharani, and now we are meeting together. It is very pleasant. But still, I would like to go to the bank of the Jumuna, beneath the trees of the forest there. I wish to hear the vibration of his sweet flute playing the fifth note within that forest of Vrindavan. If you look at the two pieces, 
that you'll see the parallelness, if there's such a word, and you can appreciate Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam, that Rupa Goswami could understand the mind and heart of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and were his followers, the followers of Srila Rupa Goswami. We're known as Rupanugas. So this is rightly done to analyze this and enter into its mood. So now let's sing this song, and from this then we'll transfer into chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, and feel free to sing deeply. This is the Gambira, after all, in a mood of separation from Krishna, chant the Maha Mantra as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked us to do. Oh, same tune? Jagannath Ashtakam tune. Kadachit Kalindi. Everyone ready? Because as we speak about Ragatmika Bhakti, the purpose Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to teach, we need access. How do we get access? Otherwise, it just becomes theoretical. And Gambira really means consolidation or assimilation. We get, we have many books. How many books do we have just that Prabhupada gave us? A lot. And early in the Krishna conscious movement, we had even fewer, but when devotees came to India, they noticed there were other books from other acharyas, some of them translated, albeit slightly in a ragged way, into English. And they started to collect those books, and then there was a controversy. Some devotees said, oh, no, you can't read those. And others said, oh, yes, we can. So as usual, they took the controversy to Prabhupada, and it's on record. And they mentioned to Prabhupada, the temple president has banned us from reading these other books. He said, uh, you said, Prabhupada, we shouldn't read the books from previous acharyas. The Prabhupada said, I said? I have not said. I said, you should read the books from the previous acharyas. He said, my point is 
that first you should assimilate what you already have. So the Gambira for us can be that this process of consolidation. Before we become too ambitious for anything, look inwardly. How do we look inwardly? See what we already have. If you have a temple and you think, I want a bigger temple, are you taking care of the one you have perfectly now? If you are chanting Hare Krishna and you're thinking, I want to be Hare Dostak, or how about making sure you finish 16 rounds every day on time? Or cooking that process down into a Gambira. What if your rounds were Gambira every day? What would happen? And what to speak of Prabhupada's books? I would argue that every chapter, yet actually any verse from the Chaitanya Charitamrita is fodder for a PhD thesis. What to speak of Bhagavatam or the, uh, or the Bhagavad Gita? How about Sri Shapanishad? How about Beyond Birth and Death? Has anybody studied it carefully, line by line, and assimilated it? So assimilation is Gambira, and that's a lesson we can take from here. Find a place, a time to assimilate what we have. Come closer to the process by taking it into our heart. Don't look at it from the outside and think someday maybe me, or let me try something else because this one isn't working for me. Actually apply the process. And the second lesson is that when we want to go into more serious mode in Krishna consciousness, we have to choose our association appropriately. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu allowed Sarup Dhamara Ramananda Roy, two intimate associates. There are some others too, but he was very selective about whom he associated with. And similarly, if we're, of course, we're working in the world doing other kinds of things, we don't open our heart here, there, everywhere. We have a Gambira, a place where we meet with the most serious of devotees who are like-minded, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. They should be like-minded. In other words, they're into this deeply. They're going all the way. And we should associate with them. And these two aspects we can take from the Gambira. Yes, it's the most esoteric of places and it seems unapproachable and it actually is until we take our own Gambira principles, which are assimilate what we have very carefully, actually do the process before saying, oh, I don't know if it works or not. Did you take the medicine? Oh, I forgot. Well, maybe that has something to do with it. And second of all, see who you're associating with, choose your association wisely, pray for association, and take full advantage of it when you have it, because by that, by these two, we can actually make rapid advancement and go very deeply in the process of devotional service. Dear Srila Prabhupada, dear Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, please empower us to assimilate all that you've given us. Please let us appreciate the power of Sadhu Sangha and empower us to take advantage of good association. Thank you for considering our request. Om Tat Sat. Everyone agrees with this prayer in whole or in part? Please, on a countdown from three to one, 
Call out Goranga as loud as you can. Three, two, one. Goranga! Now we're going to Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya's house. And that's where he met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, sat for seven days, and Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya saw the form of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I warn you, going to this place, it's, it's so nice that you may never be the same. You may become like possessed of the mood of following in the footsteps of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and you'll have to leave behind many other worldly engagements. So if you don't want that to happen, just take a rickshaw, find a hotel, you can sit down, have a lemonade, and meet us later. Nitai Gauda Haribo Haribo Nitai Gauda Haribo